At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a Silver Linings edition. Hornets fall to the Western Conference leading Denver Nuggets. Final score was 119 to 105. We'll break down the game, let you hear from head coach Steve Clifford on the contest. Give you our picks for silver linings and give you our Super Bowl picks as well here on Super Bowl Sunday. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with us again, here with me in studio. Rob, this is a change of pace. The Hornets have been on the road seemingly forever. We did not have a whole lot of opportunities to uh, podcast in person here inside our lovely studio inside Spectrum Center, but Super Bowl Sunday, we get to do it. Yeah, it felt, feels a little weird. I mean, I, I kind of forget what you looked like a little bit, maybe. I'm like, did security let you in, or did they give you a little bit of trouble yesterday before the game, or what? It is radio, so I kind of get away with it most of the time on the looks, but uh, thanks nonetheless. Rob <laughs> Longo here with me again on the HHC. Hornets fell 119-105. to 105. Uh, Certainly a lot of positives to take away from this one. It is a very high-quality opponent in the Denver Nuggets with maybe the best player on earth right now, Nikola Jokic, who posted his 20th triple-double of the season. Hornets led this one by seven at the end of the first quarter, three at the end of the first half, by as many as 15 at one point in that first half, but do end up losing 119-105. to We will give you our thoughts in a moment, but first, head coach Steve Clifford, after the game, uh, gave a, a pretty detailed description of what he felt went awry, and he put a lot of the blame on his own shoulders. Let's let you hear right now from the Hornets head coach, Steve Clifford. I mean, we got off to a great start. thought our defense was terrific. I mean, really as good as we've played all year. Um, you know, our rebounding really hurt us in the first half, right? I think they had maybe eight offensive rebounds, I think, in the first, like, 15 minutes of the game. 
and uh, in our free throw shooting. You know, we should have been, I felt like, up 10, 12, maybe even 15 at halftime if we do those two things, finish possessions. But our effort was great. And the only thing that did happen was when, you know, when they brought Joker back into the second quarter, they just, it was every play the rest of the game. And usually, you know, we do a ton of game planning. And for this one, which is my decision, you know, we did not. You know, we played. We had a couple double-team schemes, obviously. We tried not to let him play in the post, which he drilled. But we just didn't have enough stuff in to guard him, you know, which is my fault. I think a lot of times we over-prepare. But to be honest, these guys, this group here, we've been good with double-teams. We've been good with schemes, really good all year. And we should have had more stuff in tonight to try to guard him. And uh, like I said, that's... You know, that's just not having your team ready. So that that's my fault. That's my decision. But, you know, they went to him every play. And uh, like I said, you know, we needed to have more ways to keep him off balance, which we didn't. And so second half, he just, you know, he showed you why he's been an MVP. And he may be again. Head coach Steve Clifford, after the game, his synopsis of what transpired yesterday at Spectrum Center. A couple of quick thoughts before I hand it over to you, Rob. One, I appreciate him taking accountability. Uh, Don't blame him for mixing things up. He is a very, very detail-oriented coach who gives very you know, long, in-depth analysis of what player preferences are, how he wants to scheme against them. Uh, He's a defensive genius by all accounts I've ever talked to. Uh, in terms of the coaching ranks. So I don't blame him for mixing things up considering the Hornets are 15-43 and now after this latest loss. It's back-to-back games. You've played Boston the night before, switching to Denver. They're the two conference leaders. You know, Part of me says, why not mix it up? But I do appreciate him putting the the blame on himself and, and taking responsibility and setting that example for this team that's got some young stars that I don't think they shy away from accountability either, but it's nice to see the head coach coach take some of the blame for himself. Quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people went into or exited from that game thinking, well, you know, the coaching staff did this wrong. So he basically volunteered for this and again, sets a tone of accountability and responsibility for the team, which I think is just never a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I respect the hell out of Cliff for doing that. I mean, what more do you want from in your head coach just going out there and telling it like it is? And that's the thing I love about head coach Steve Clifford is the fact that whatever you hear in the media, that's exactly what he's telling his team to. He doesn't keep any secrets, and he said it multiple times, you can't lie to NBA players, and he certainly doesn't do that. He doesn't try to keep things behind closed doors. I mean, there's obviously some things that he's going to keep behind closed doors, like strategy and that sort of thing, but generally what he says after the team is basically what he's going to say to the media as well. So I appreciate him being transparent, being open with that, and honestly, I don't really blame the philosophy behind that either because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're on the second night of a back-to-back. You're playing a very talented Denver team. you got a lot of young guys in this lineup now after the trade deadline line why not keep things simple why not try to overwhelm them going from night one in Boston to night two against Denver at home on a very 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 difficult back-to-back I mean if you go back to the beginning of the season when we looked at the schedule and we saw everything laid out there we already had an idea that this was going to be an extremely difficult back-to-back nonetheless and then you toss in what this team has been through so far this season and the current losing streak yeah it's going to be very difficult so certainly I love the fact that Cliff was very transparent there and was open and honest with everybody there but yeah I mean the general thoughts for me from this game from last night. I mean, it's that third quarter, basically. They got outscored 37-23. to Denver just really woke up at halftime. When you go back to the first half, 
Denver was shooting about 41% from the field, 2 of 14 from beyond the arc. They were 13 of 16 from the free throw line. That really kind of kept them in it as Charlotte had a three-point lead. It was the opposite, really, for the Hornets because they were 2 of 11 from the free throw line there in that first half. And then Denver just turned it on 63% shooting in the third quarter. They shot 57% from the field in the fourth quarter. They shoot 61%, 60.4% technically from the field in the second half alone. They outscore Charlotte 62 to 45. Like you mentioned on a they're the best offensive team in the association, and they have it for a, re- a reason. You know, the three-point shooting wasn't there the entire night for them at the end of the day, but still, they were able to get the job done just being so efficient in the paint because of Nicole Jokic. And the crazy thing for me, I couldn't believe this until I looked it up, Denver only went to the free-throw line one time in the second half. But again, damage was already done. I know they were shorthanded. They lost to Orlando on Thursday as well, but at the end of the day, you got a guy that has won the last two MVP awards in Nikola Jokic, and he did Nikola Jokic things. I mean, just an absolute monster triple-double. Once again, 30 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists. Hard to stop a guy like that, but at the end of the day, it was just basically that third quarter. 20th triple-double of the season for the two-time reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. Generally speaking, why did the Hornets lose this game? They just didn't shoot the ball well enough to win it. 47% from the floor, that's certainly good in the college ranks, but by NBA standards, that's subpar. A little bit better than the Hornets' overall season average, but you know, to knock off a team that's elite like Denver, probably want that average to be considerably better. On top of that, the three-point shooting, yes, they outshot Denver both in quantity and in terms of percentage, but 8 for 32, 25% from deep, that's just not going to get it done. That's below their season average, which is at the bottom of the NBA. And the free throw shooting, which Coach Steve Clifford alluded to, 2 for 11 in the first half, just total anomaly. Yes, they shot better in the second half from the charity stripe, but generally speaking, 58% from the line, 17 of 29, not going to get it done. But even with all those things taken into account, probably still could have gotten the win if you limit the Denver Nuggets in terms of total attempts. Denver shot a better percentage than the Hornets did from the floor in general, but they also attempted 14 extra shots, and some of that is because Charlotte was fouled at the end of possessions and took more free throws, so you take off maybe five or six attempts, but there's still a plus 8, 9, 10 field goal attempt advantage for a Denver team that's amongst the best in the NBA. You can credit that a lot to offensive rebounds. They weren't necessarily efficient in second chance opportunities, but the fact that they got them and eventually cashed a lot of them in helps Denver get this W. So I think generally speaking, the Hornets' lackluster shooting effort was a big part of the reason why the Hornets end up falling short. But specific positions, it's Nikola Jokic. He's the best player in the world by many people's estimations. I think there's a really strong case to be made for Jason Tatum winning the MVP this year and a couple other guys as well. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he'll be in the running. But 30 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists for Nikola Jokic only begins to tell the story. Yeah, 20th triple-double of the season, but the Nuggets were plus 22 when he was on the floor, minus 8 when he was off it. And part of the reason to bring that up and, and highlight how impactful he is is to do the same thing for the Hornets center. Mark Williams, second career start in the NBA, comes on back-to-back nights. Last night, or I should say the night before, he plays Boston. Then last night, he plays Denver on night two of a back-to-back. And the counting stats are not impressive. Six points, five rebounds in 21 minutes. But you look at the plus-minus and the impact he has. He's got a couple of block shots in there. In a game the Hornets lost by 14, he's a minus two, meaning 
in the minutes he's not on the floor, the team's a minus 12. So just like Nikola Jokic, after being a two-time MVP, several All-Star seasons into the league, is having a 30-point swing in terms of how good the team plays when he's on the floor versus not, there's a smaller but certainly a significant swing similarly for Mark Williams. The team was 10 points better with him on the floor versus not on the floor. After the game, P.J. Washington talked about the experience being gained for Mark Williams here, just two starts into his NBA career, but as difficult an assignment as you can have, and uh, P.J. Washington likes what he's seeing from the young center. Uh, it's been good. I mean, especially tonight going against a guy like Jokic. I mean, he learned a lot. Um, obviously, he's one of the better guys in this league. So just to go up against him his second start in the NBA is great. I mean, um, he's, he has a long way to go. But, I mean, I'm happy he's starting. I'm happy he's learning. I'm happy he's we're here with us. So he has a bright future for sure. I'll wrap it up with this because there's a good chance you might have Mark Williams as your silver linings player. So I'll, I'll leave some meat on the bone for you. But sometimes counting stats tell a lot about the story. Day before against Boston. Mark Williams, double-double, always a good sign to see from any player on the floor. Last night, didn't have anywhere close to a double-double, finishes with six points and five rebounds, but that plus-minus disparity, I think, really told us something about how well the Hornets have functioned with Mark Williams in there. And no, it's not the same production Mason Plumley gave consistently in terms of counting stats, but that's going to come with this kind of assignment, second career NBA start. I thought Mark Williams had a nice game. Will he be Rob Longo's silver lining selection? We'll find out after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, a Silver Linings edition. Hornets falling to the Denver Nuggets 119 to 105. Hope you're enjoying this podcast as you prepare for Super Bowl Sunday. We'll give you our picks for that in a little bit, but right now we have to give our picks for Silver Linings from Saturday's showdown with the Denver Nuggets. Rob Longo, you select first. So I got to take the guy that I think's the obvious pick, and that's going to be the one and only. Of course, he's one of one. He's not from here. Lamella Ball. 530 left in the half. Hornets 49. Nuggets 37. LaMelo to his left for three. Got another. LaMelo feeling it. Two big triples in a row here for LaMelo Ball. Like he has been the last couple of games, nearly messed around and got a triple-double. He finishes with 18 points, 12 assists. He finishes a rebound short of a triple-double, nine boards out there. The shooting wasn't the greatest, 6-16 six of 16 from the field. 3 of 10 beyond the arc, 3 for 5 from the free throw line, which, again, we talked about the free throw shooting a good bit here, and it ends up being 
really kind of a promising stat out there that he only missed two free throws considering the way that the entire team shot from the charity stripe. So Mello is my silver lining from last night. He finished almost with a double-double in the first half alone. He had nine points and nine assists. Those nine assists, by the way, that ties a career high for most assists in a half alone. So LaMelo Ball, easily my silver lining just because of what he's been able to do over the course of the last couple games. So it's kind of a culmination silver lining, more or less. But if he continues to produce, he's going to continue to be my top performer, and he did it last night. What impresses me most about this two-game run here for LaMelo Ball is I honestly don't think it's anywhere close to you know his best basketball that we've seen this season. And he has had back-to-back nights against two elite opponents, best overall record in Boston, best record in the Western Conference in Denver, and he was within a rebound of a triple-double in both games. Uh, there, there's some things out there that he could have done better. Some of the shot selection things come to mind. Uh, the, the turnovers, he averaged four and a half per game, but... He is so exciting. He makes so many things happen for his teammates. An excellent shot maker, and he's just so creative out there on the floor. And he's still 21 years old in year three. So to to almost have a triple-double, back-to-back nights, when honestly he's not shooting as efficiently as at other points in the season. There's ebbs and flows with every season. I'm, I'm not trying to poke at him. I'm trying to say, this is how great he is. He had an off couple of days in some respects and still basically averaged a triple-double. He He's phenomenal. No arguments here on LaMelo Ball being a silver linings pick. But i got to go in a different direction. A lot of guys to choose from again. I thought Mark Williams played a solid game, even though he only had six points and five rebounds. But Charlotte got off on a great start to this one, thanks to the leadership and great overall shooting effort of Gordon Hayward. JT Thor on the left wing. They want to post up Gordon Hayward against Ish Smith. He'll back his way in. Spins baseline. Jumper. Good. Gordon Hayward. On the money, 13 here in the opening quarter. He averages that so far this season. Gordon just had a really exceptional contest, particularly early. Finished the first quarter with 13, finished the first half with 17 points. Just really, really solid stuff from Gordon Hayward. You look at the efficiency, 8 of 10 from the floor, 1 for 1 from 3. In the plus-minus, he was a plus-19 in the first half, which the Hornets ended up winning by just 3 in a game, which they lost by 14. He was the only player who was an even at at worst on a plus-minus. So just a really Really, really strong game from Gordon Hayward, and it's important for the Hornets that he starts to stack these on top of each other. He had been shooting the ball pretty well from the line. He'd been a little reluctant, I thought, to take a a high volume of shots. The shot volume has just been coming down the last couple of games. If the Hornets are going to get wins, they need Gordon Hayward to have nights like this, and instead of the average being somewhere around 13, it's got to be closer to 17, 18, 20 points to be competitive. They just need that kind of volume there from Gordon Hayward, particularly uh, with with a less experienced bench with Kelly Oubre and Cody Martin still on the shelf with injuries. So Gordon Hayward, my pick. I thought he had one of his better games of the season. 21 points on 9 of 18 shooting. Those are our picks for silver linings. Tip of the cap as well, P.J. Washington, 22 points. Uh, That was the team high in the contest. And also to Dennis Smith Jr., he finished 3 off of his season high, ends up with 15 points, 6 of 10 from the floor, 2 for 5 from 3. Also added in a steal and a couple of blocks as well. A lot of good performances, but still, nonetheless, it ends up being a loss. 119-105, to Charlotte falls to the Denver Nuggets. They are swept in the 
season series 2 and 0 to Denver and the Hornets now fall to 15 and 43 overall on the season. Hornets will be back on the hardwood on Monday to take on the Atlanta Hawks. We'll of course have our game preview for that one tomorrow, but today later on, well, I guess it depends on when you're listening to this podcast. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Who are our picks both for the game and for food? We'll talk about that with Rob Longo after this here on the Hornets Sidecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob, we do Hornets hoops all day, every day here on this podcast, and uh, I would love to play the video that aired last night at the arena. Wonderful job, by the way, done by the Hornets media staff, and maybe this is going to get posted on social media, or maybe it already has been, I'm not sure, but at the start of the season, they took all of the players' preseason NFL Super Bowl picks, and they were awful. James Booknight's the only one who named a team that's actually in the game, which is surprising because the Chiefs are in the game. Uh, Maybe there was someone else on the team that picked the Chiefs, but he had, I think, Eagles-Bills with the Bills winning or something like that. In any case, not a whole lot of luck there. Maybe it's up on social media, maybe it's not. But since we don't have the sound from the players and their picks weren't accurate anyways in the preseason, we'll let you suffer through ours here. Rob Longo, Eagles versus Chiefs. Today, here on Super Bowl Sunday, before we get to the game, how are you going to enjoy the, the Super Bowl? You got any uh, meal favorites, some go-tos for the game? I'm uh, going back and forth because, again, it's usually pretty low-key at my place for the Super Bowl, just relaxing and enjoying the game. My personal favorite in terms of snacks, I mean, obviously there's the wings and the pizza and all that stuff. Those are always great. I kind of go with a little bit of a hybrid. I go with buffalo chicken dip. That is my favorite go-to game day snack. Just, I could eat the whole thing if I really wanted to. I mean, it just, it's, you know, with the tortilla chips, you get the saltiness, you get the spiciness, the savoriness of the buffalo chicken. Definitely my favorite, but yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up whipping up here uh, in a couple hours or so. I like it. I like it. I, I'm of two minds. If I'm making stuff myself, we'll get the, the grill out, do some burgers and hot dogs. Oh, you're, all, we're going all uh, out. That's never, never a bad idea. If we're bringing in stuff, of course, pizza and wings. Big thing, I, you might 
have heard this before. I grew up on the West Coast, so I'm accustomed to the Super Bowl being on at like three in the afternoon, which is a totally different time frame. Now it airs, of course, a little bit later in the day, which is to my advantage because I have small children and I can put them to bed at halftime. <laughs> After the halftime show is over, they go to sleep. We watch the end of the Super Bowl. That'll be a lot of fun. But either way, it should be a great Super Bowl here today. Chiefs versus Eagles. Got some food picks from us. Let's get some game picks. Rob Longo, who do you like, Eagles or Chiefs? Well, I got to preface it by saying I am a native Pittsburgher, so anytime that the city in the eastern part of the state is referenced, I kind of have to root against them. But honestly, though, I mean, I do think that the Chiefs end up pulling out the W just because, I mean, I think it's a little bit of a case where it's almost like an, Jalen Hurts maybe following the footsteps of Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Patrick Mahomes had that early success and then got kind of humbled a little bit and had Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Bucks. So I'm thinking maybe something similar happens. Just that experience takes over for a guy like Andy Reid and like Patrick Mahomes, obviously, and who we expect to be 100% now after that ankle injury. But again, I just think that the Chiefs, with all things considered, just their weapons that they have on offense, I know that that defense for Philly is really good, but I just think that Mahomes and Andy Reid just find a way offensively to pull out the win. First off, your hatred for the other city, major city in your home state of Pennsylvania, not called for. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Or, or the enemy of my enemy is my best friend. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I think I'm kind of with you. I think the Chiefs are going to win this one. I think that the brain trust of Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid on the offensive side for the Chiefs, coupled with maybe the best quarterback, certainly, well, not certainly, but maybe the best quarterback of this era. It's a little early because he's young in his career. There's a lot of other good QBs out there, but uh, certainly Patrick Mahomes, the returns have been very good. Assuming he's healthy, he seemed just healthy enough to win the AFC Championship game, but assuming he's healthy, and the Chiefs can protect him from the Eagles' pass rush. I do like the Chiefs in this one. Uh, They'd be my pick as well. We'll find out if we're right. We'll, of course, talk about it later on in the week here on the Hornets Hivecast. It's the Super Bowl after all. We doing final scores? Oh, sure. Why not? What do you got? You first. I asked. Oh, man. (laughs) Because i got to think for a second. Way to pose the question. Stretch the podcast a little bit. I'm going to go 30 to... I'm going to go 30 to 21. That's high scoring. A little bit high scoring. I, I mean, look, they're two, they're two good offenses. I think 30-21 to 21 is the uh, final score. You saying that because the over is right at 51? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I got to go. Oh, man. I think it's I think it's high scoring too maybe. I think there's maybe a couple of mistakes defensively that lead to some big plays. So let's go. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a great game. Let's go 35-30. Let's go with that. There you go. Those are our picks, which means clearly the Eagles win in a blowout. So we'll yeah. find out how it goes. Should be a great Super Bowl. Hope you all enjoy it. Get some rest, relaxation, enjoy the game with your family and friends, and then come on out to the Hive. Enjoy the stretch run here in the pre-All-Star break portion of the season with the Hornets. Two home games left on the slate, home against Atlanta tomorrow, and then on Wednesday against San Antonio. Tickets are, of course, available at Hornets.com. Rob Longo, happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. Hope you enjoy the day. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to you as well, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Hornets versus Hawks tomorrow. We'll have our game preview and talk about a couple of milestones the Hornets have their sights set on individually and collectively, and we'll talk about that on tomorrow's edition of the HHC. Till then, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. 
the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.